The opinions of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate, any realtor associations, persons, or entities. If your property is currently listed with a real estate broker, please note that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Welcome back to Hunting Home. This week, I believe, is the 29th episode, and I apologize for the delay of a new episode. It's been a hectic few weeks, and getting into the studio at the same time every week, lining up guests, can be somewhat of a challenge when you never know where your day's going. And lately, it's been showing a lot of properties between Omaha, Council Bluffs, and meeting with clients and all positive good things, but it just led me out of the studio for the last week or so. So today is just going to be me, and I thought it was a good opportunity to give a market update. And I think it's a good opportunity for myself to actually pull some statistics, look at the market, and and see on a statistical basis what the market is doing outside of what I see, you know, boots on the ground. Because I can usually give you a pretty good idea of what the market feels like and and where we're at, but it does help to look and see these numbers. So what I did was I pulled a bunch of data from the Southwest Iowa Multiple Listing Service, um, and I'm going to really kind of narrow that in on Pottawatomie County Residential and Council Bluffs, the city of Council Bluffs Residential. And then I also pulled some data from Great Plains, which is our Omaha-Lincoln MLS. I'm going to focus on Omaha as a whole residential um, with some new construction statistics and existing homes. And, you know, really, moral of the story is that the market is still very strong for sellers. Um, we haven't, we've seen a lot of things change especially with interest rates. We've seen people's approach change a little bit. We've seen some changes in different price points. But all in all, this market is still very competitive for buyers, I would say across all all price points, but especially below the $300,000 to $350,000 price point. It's very, very competitive for buyers, very good for sellers. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as I go through these statistics and, you know, if there's anything that you're curious about knowing, if you want me to go into more depth on some of these statistics, what that might mean, if I don't do a very good job explaining it today, please reach out to me. That's why I'm doing this. I think it's beneficial for everyone to know whether it's, you know, you're on the home search or just just to be aware of the value you might have in your home or if you're an investor. So let's dive into Pottawatomie County residential Currently, there's 50 active listings in Pottawatomie County. 30 of those listings are over $250,000. Seven of them are over $500,000. To narrow that down out of Pottawatomie County to the city of Council Bluffs, there's currently, this is as of a couple hours ago today, is June 27th. And as of a couple hours ago this morning, we were at 32 active listings in Council Bluffs. 15 of those are under 250000 I would say that that number, from when I've checked it the last few weeks, is up a little bit. I, we were hovering closer to the 25 mark for quite some time. And I think that's just, you know, a reflection of, you know, we're not a lot of difference, but I think that is a little bit of a reflection of our summer market. 
Back to Pottawatomie County, average days on market is 10 days. It's extremely low as your average. So, you know, you most of the most properties, if they're if they're priced well, they're priced accurately, it's a matter of a couple days. But to have your average as 10, you should know what you're getting into when you list your property. Currently 85 pending listings under contract listings in Council Bluffs. The one thing that's I think is is interesting is the absorption rate and and to break that absorption rate into months so this is how long we would last if no new homes no new listings hit the market is currently at um, nine tenths of a month so if nothing new hit the market and what's out there was left we wouldn't even make it a month before we were down to zero inventory Uh, so it, it really shows you that uh, how fast things come on, how fast things go, how quickly things sell. All, all important to note whether you are a buyer or a seller and knowing your strategy going into this. Another not surprising fact, but to see it you know, across all of the Southwest Iowa MLS is that the sale to list price ratio for May of 2023 is over 100%. Uh, it was about 101%. So people are seeing, on average, they're getting 1% on average over their list price across all price points, which I think is very impressive. The average list price is up 11% from 2022. And in Council Bluffs, that average list price has gone up from 228000 in 2022 to 254000 in 2023 and overall we are down eight percent on sold listings in 2023 and so you'll see now i'm going to kind of shift into the omaha market you'll see a very similar trend um, but some different price points and kind of a kind of an interesting look at comparing omaha the omaha market to the council bus market because there is a difference one thing i did highlight in Omaha that I didn't highlight in the Council Bluffs Pottawatomie County market is new construction. Just because there's not enough new construction to really note, I would say, in the Council Bluffs Pottawatomie County side, um, where there is in Omaha, and you can see a difference year over year. Omaha, new construction, is up 10.9% new listings year to date, which I think is important to note as we see prices increase and new inventory hit the market. The um, average price of new construction in Omaha has gone up from 456000 in 2022 to $477,000 in 2023. And it is right in line with that same statistic I shared on Council Bluffs. The sale to list ratio is also at 101% on a new construction. Um, so we are seeing more new construction, but also still competitive, obviously bringing more money. It's, they're also in line with existing homes as far as bringing more money uh, year over year. Existing homes in Omaha, new listings are actually down 17%. Um, year to date, that's about 1,100 existing homes that were on the market last year that are not on the market this year. So that that statistic alone shows you that this is an inventory 
crisis. And when people ask me, you know, do you think the market's going to change? Well, I don't see the market changing until we see more inventory. Sure, interest rates are up, but it's simple supply and demand. And if you have less and less inventory, supply of homes, choices of homes hitting the market, then you're going to have that competition still, regardless if people have to make, make pay more for that property. The days on market have actually gone up a little bit, 8 to 13 day, average days on market. But May, you know, we're accounting for those winter months when things did last a little bit longer. Um, May is the lowest days on market since August of 2022, which is at 8 days on average that a home is on the market. What you have to remember too in there is that there is a lot of agents that are using the strategy of leaving a house on the market for three or four days in order to collect as many offers as they can um, or allow people to be able to show the property and give them time to write an offer. So there's many properties on there that would have fallen under the probably the one or two day mark of a sale period, but they held out a couple extra days just to be able to collect those offers and present them to the sellers. So you're going to have a little bit of fluctuation in there with that real true days on market number. The average closed sale price in Omaha is up 6% this year from 293000 to 311000 um, I'll note back to Council Bluffs. 2023 Council Bluffs average list price 254000 The average closed sale price uh, three eleven in Omaha. So slightly more expensive in the Omaha market. Back to the supply. We're about the same point in the absorption rate that I mentioned, the May absorption rate at 0.9% or 0.9 tenths of a month in Omaha, 0.8. So very similar. It's actually up a little bit. It was at 0.6. New construction up overall about 9.5% on cost, existing up 8.2%. So new construction up higher than existing. Another um, good breakdown that the um, Great Plains, the Omaha Lincoln MLS shows is what they call the Housing Affordability Index. And it's at its lowest point since 2020 when I'm looking back at the chart. Um, and it's gone down every year since. And let me find the stat here that explains that because I think that it's, you know, we, I mentioned it's an inventory crisis, but it's also an affordability crisis. You know, with interest rates up, with limited choices, people are forced to pay more money um, than they were a year ago and the year before that. So the Housing Affordability Index, this index measures housing affordability for the region. And it says, for example, an index of 120 means the median household income is 120% of what is necessary to qualify for the median priced home under prevailing interest rates. A higher number means greater affordability. As of 2021, that number for Omaha was 197. In 2022, it dropped to 142. And as of 2023, it's 120. That's existing homes year to date. For May, for existing homes year to date, it's 112. Um, so, I mean, that really shows you right there that it, it's becoming an affordability issue um, when you're talking about monthly payments and people being able to afford that average um, sale price. So what's all this mean? I mean, it's a lot of data. And like I said, I think that there is 
it's it's crucial for a good real estate agent to pull up this data and actually look at the statistics and see a trend of what the market's doing but it's it changes and unless you have your boots on the ground and you're out and you're working with buyers that are in this market you have listings in this market and you're seeing the types of offers come in, you don't truly understand what's going on and and it changes from price point to price point. Like I said, I think this is still a very strong seller's market. With that being said, I think that it pays to have strategy um, when selling to create the best scenario possible. I think that a lot of people, um, especially sellers, think that, you know, and, and a lot of real estate agents think, okay, I can just get this property listed, throw it on the market, and and see what happens. Uh, I think that you can do that, and people do get away with that. But I think that there's a uh, there's something to be said for having a strategy going into it. First of all, it's pricing the property accordingly. I think that if you price appropriately, where people see the value of the property they're much more likely to come in and write you a great offer, whether that means on price or on terms. Um, I have to remind my clients that are selling that nothing's done until you get the check in your hand at the end of the day at closing. And so someone can write you a really great number on the price, but maybe not have great terms. And until those all those terms are fulfilled, then it doesn't really matter. Um, so price it appropriately and let the buyers come to you. Don't chase the buyer. As, long, as far as strategy goes, along with pricing, I think it's important to give people an opportunity to see and view the property and give them time to write an offer. Um, sometimes, you know, the best offers, we usually say the best offers is, your, is usually the first one you get or early on, which is true. But when you're talking about a 24-hour time period, sometimes it pays if you know that you're going to have a lot of showings, which we normally do, especially under that $300,000, $350,000 price point is lay out a time period for people to come view the property and then review offers at such and such time. Allow people to come view it, allow them the time to write an offer and make them not feel rushed, like they have to make a choice you know, in a matter of minutes. Also, making the property the best that it can be when it comes to time for showing, when it comes for photos, hiring a professional photographer, <clears throat> doing all the things that you need to do, to create the best outcome possible. Take the time to do it. If it costs a little bit of money to get your house in the place that it needs to be, I think that a lot of times it is worth doing those things. I have people ask me, hey, should we replace the carpet? Should we do this? Should we do that? I don't think that those are all necessary, but it, it there is some things I think do make a difference, and that's part of the listing strategy for having the overall best success. The other question I get all the time is, hey, do you see something changing in the near future? Do you think that, you know, we're thinking about making a move or we're thinking about doing something, should we do it now or should we do it later? I don't foresee something changing in our near future. And in our near future, I mean, for sure, probably not in the next year. Unless something dramatically happens that's, you know, completely outside of the real estate market, we're just dealing with simple supply and demand and unless more inventory comes on the market, I just do not see things changing and I see prices to continue to rise. And you know, I have that conversation with people all the time about, especially people that are currently renting and they say, hey, we don't wanna have to overpay for this house. We're gonna rent for another year. Well, if it's not the right time, it's not the right time. And I, you know, I think that especially through social media, people get confused on, 
oh, well, if I'm paying rent, I'm paying 100% interest. Yes and no. That's kind of true. If you can't afford to buy a house, then you can't afford to buy a house. That's bottom line. But if you can and you're ready and it's the thing that you want to do, I would say don't wait around because this time next year, you might have another 10% increase and you've spent another year paying rent when you could have had that towards a down payment or towards your purchase price. So all in all, you know, it's all about it's individual situations. But if you think that it's something that's in your near future, those are the types of conversations that I want people to feel free to have with me because I want to help explain those situations, lay out all the costs and see if now is the time. So like I said, what makes sense for you? I think I have some some clients right now that are dealing with that that are currently renting that they are on the home search and they've struggled and it's even it's hard for me as well because you do have to get to those properties right away and not waste any time to view them get to them be ready to write an offer and also be able to be a little bit creative with the way that you write your offer find out what the seller needs does the seller need more time do they what kind of what closing date do they need would they rather are they looking to get every dime they can get or would they rather have a really smooth transaction um, with no contingencies um, you know can can you get your buyer to a, st- a state where they're fully pre-approved and underwritten so that's basically as good as cash outside of an appraisal all things that you'd have to be thinking about and doing for to be competitive in this market and even doing all those things you might write offers and get beat and that's the thing that I think people, buyers, and real estate agents have to have to understand, including myself, I have to tell myself that is it's not always going to be the first one, maybe not the second one or the third, is you might have to find the perfect situation where kind of the stars align and things work out. And so keeping people positive, buyers that are in this market after they view many homes and write many offers, doing just telling them, hey, put your best foot forward, what makes sense to you for this specific property and do that and eventually things will work out so a lot of like i said it's going to throw a lot through a lot of information at you today if you have any questions if you have anything that you want me to discuss in the future please reach out to me anybody uh, i'm open to conversation if you have a, a you know your personal situation you want to talk about that i can help walk you through if you're interested in a market analysis of your property i'm happy to do that um, I have, I do have HomeBot, so if it's something you want to sign up for, it's free. Get a monthly update on your property's value. has a lot of other cool stuff on there that you can look at. Um, send me an email. Uh, my email is blake, B-L-A-K-E dot hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R, at B-H-H-S-A-M-B dot com. Um, or message me on Instagram or text me 402-681-8280. Happy to have those discussions with you. If you would like to be on the podcast, if you have a great idea for a guest, reach out to me with those ideas as well. Um, I look forward to hearing from you. Um, Thanks again for listening and uh, we'll be back.